Hi, I'm Dr. Taryn McCarthy, business owner, orthodontist, motivational speaker, and mom. After 20 years of striving for success in business, I'm starting the conversation about the business of happiness. True success in life is realized when we achieve inner fulfillment. Join me in the conversation with business leaders and entrepreneurs looking to reignite their passions and redefine success. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. It is a celebration of all the mamas out there. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all you incredible moms and to all of you who've ever had a mom. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Today, we're just talking about motherhood because this is something so near and dear to my heart as a mom of three and as the daughter of a mom and as the friend of so many incredible mothers out there. I salute you all. I send you so much love. Hooray for moms. Hooray for moms. And if you are a mom, hear me from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. You are doing an incredible job. I don't care who you are. I don't care how or why or when you're doing it. I am just in awe of each and every one of you because it is one of those things that is so much pressure. The stakes are so high. And as far as I'm concerned in my life, the most difficult job I've ever done. I have started so many businesses. I have built buildings. I have built businesses from the ground up. I have run marathons. I have transformed smiles. <laughs> I have transformed skeletal structures. I have gone through 14 years of education, studied and worked so hard. But the one thing that I will say to date in my 45 years of my life, the one thing that takes the cake in terms of the most difficult job I've ever known has been that of being a mom. And I think it's because the stakes are so high, because we care so much, because the beauties that we're raising these future leaders are so dependent on us for so many things, or so we like to tell ourselves. And I think that also many of us have judgment of our own mothers. Is that ringing a bell for anyone? I mean, in every therapist's office I've ever sat in, we talk about my mom. And my mom is 100% listening to this podcast. So mom, let me tell you right now, here's a disclaimer. I am speaking from the heart because I know we all feel the same. We all blame our moms for so many things. And then we become a mom and realize, oh my gosh, she was doing her very best. And that's what I want to share with you today. As a mom, give yourself, please, some compassion. Give yourself some forgiveness. Give yourself a breath, a deep breath, a moment, a gift of breath, just to catch up with yourself. Because 
we take on so much as mothers, especially moms who are also working moms, which I believe is the majority of us. But we put so much guilt on ourselves for messing up, maybe. Maybe that's one of the things that you feel guilty for. And and I say that because we all mess up, every single one of us. Because when we start out being moms, there is no rule book. And every step of the way, we are brand new. Even if you've been a mom for 16 years, as I have, every day is a new day and a new learning for me. I've never been the mother of three teenagers during a pandemic. I had no idea. I've never been the mom of teenagers who are dating before this year. I I mean, I had no idea. I remember when they were really little, I had the sleep training on point. Man, I studied the baby whisperer nightly and I was regimented as anything because my life depended on it. When I was, when I just had my first two which came in very quick succession after one another, after struggling with infertility for many years, as many of my colleagues do, because we ignore our bodies for decades when we're pushing, pushing for achievement and to get to a certain level of success. And definitely in dentistry, this seems to be a trend. And when we struggled to get pregnant, my body figured out real fast after my first. So we had our second very quickly. And at that point in my life, my husband was still in his residency. And once he graduated from his residency program, he went to work in a different state. So there was a time where I was the mother of two beautiful children in diapers and owned a dental practice, an orthodontic practice, which was in my home, a home office. And I would literally treat my patients in the morning, run up at lunch to nurse them, run back down, finish my patients in the afternoon, and then come back up to care for these two babies. And I remember not even being able to go and buy milk at the end of the day. I was a single mom in all from all appearances, I had the love and the emotional support of my husband, but not his physical in the moment support. And it was so difficult. And even those days were brand new. Nobody could have prepared me for that. I had to go through it myself. And I made so many mistakes along the way. Of course we do. We're humans. Of course we do. We all mess up. And if there's one thing that I have beat myself up the most for in my entire life, it has been those mistakes I've made as a mom. And now I have so much compassion for moms who are trying so hard to just do their best and make mistakes. How can we not? How can we not? So let's just have a moment of compassion for all the moms out there, all the single moms, all the married moms, all the moms in homes right now where they're not feeling safe, all the moms who are feeling fearful themselves. 
I salute you and I'm sending out all my love and compassion to you. And the one thing I would say is speak it out, share it out, find help. I think often we are afraid to seek help as moms because we feel like we should know how. This feeling, I remember feeling this when I was nursing at first. There is this idea that it should just come naturally, that you should just know how to nurse. And I sure didn't. In fact, every child that I had nursed differently. And I had to relearn it. Even after the the second and then the third came along, I still felt like I was fumbling. Like I had to learn it completely anew. I think we put a lot of shame on ourselves when we tell ourselves we should be able to know what we're doing. We should be able to manage it all. I just finished reading this really excellent book. I highly recommend it. It's called What Happened to You. It's written by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey. And it's about trauma. It's about understanding trauma and trauma-informed therapy and care for children and adults. And it talks a lot about these adverse childhood experiences, which I'm sure many of you as therapists will recognize the term ACE, but the way that they look at childhood development is the number of times that children have had these ACEs, these adverse childhood experiences, and these are traumatic events in their lives, and how as you start stacking them up, then we see some negative effects in people later on in terms of regulation. How can they learn to regulate themselves? And then we start to see some mental health issues, some coping issues as adults, teenagers and adults. And one of the common themes that I noticed is this challenge that moms who were not capable themselves, who hadn't learned those regulatory skills or hadn't learned the coping skills, continued to pass on this behavior to their children until there was some kind of intervention or cry for help. It's so fascinating to me because I think in order for us to be able to ask for help, we have to give ourselves compassion. We have to recognize that we need and deserve the help. When we beat ourselves up and hide behind shame and guilt, we don't reach out. We don't ask for help. And then the cycle perpetuates. But here's what I know, is that we're all trying our best. And some of us have multiple challenges on our hands, which just make it so difficult. I look back at my younger version of myself and I think, oh my gosh, Taryn, how, how did you do that? How were you just in your 20s raising two children on your own with a business on your own, with a house, paying for this house on your own. How did you do this? And reaching out for help was the hardest thing to do. In fact, admitting defeat was the hardest thing to do. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you didn't get into business to be miserable. The problem is that people feel that if their business gets busier, if they start becoming more successful, that happiness will eventually set in. But it can actually get worse. 
This is why I created the Business of Happiness Prosperity Coaching. In this one-on-one coaching, we look at how to redefine success on your terms and refine the joy and the passion in your dream. Visit me at thebizofhappiness.com and become the happiest business owner you know. And I look back now and I recognize many of the mistakes I made. And ooh, does it hurt as a mom to think that you've left these indelible marks on your children. And yet that's where compassion has to come again. That's where we have to give ourselves forgiveness. Because I still make mistakes, no matter how hard I try. And if you're anything like me, I am constantly listening to parenting podcasts, constantly reading up about development and teenagers and sexuality for teenagers. Trust me, it's a thing we're going through right now. (laughs) But sleep and eating, I mean, there's so many aspects of support that moms feel like they need to support their children on. And despite all of that, I still make mistakes. I do. And I still have moments that I am not proud of where just trying to hold up everything was not possible. And I'm learning where to ask for help and where to set those boundaries and where to draw the line of my capabilities and still hold myself intact. One of the greatest superpowers that I've tapped into as a mom and I share this now with you, is vulnerability in front of my children. Eek! Now that was scary. And I don't mean the kind of vulnerability that I used to do, which was bursting into tears in front of my children and just falling apart, making them feel bad. What I mean is honest vulnerability with my children when I do make a mistake and say to them, Hey guys, I am sorry. I shouldn't have spoken to you that way. I was exhausted and that's not an excuse, but I'm apologizing. It's so interesting because I think I used to feel like that kind of vulnerability with my children was a weakness or admitting to a weakness or possibly exposing a chink in the armor that they might take advantage of. Or maybe a story that I used to tell myself was that It was um, making an environment of incivility or insecurity, like, oh my gosh, mom is not stable. But what I found is that that vulnerability has actually opened up more conversations for my teenage children, and it's allowed them space to be vulnerable too. I almost fell off my seat the other day when my 14-year-old came and apologized for the way he spoke to me without me bringing it up. He had just taken some time and stepped away from the situation and then came back and said, hey, mom, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have yelled. I was stressed out and I just wanted to say I'm sorry and I appreciate everything you do for me. I mean, literally could have fallen off my seat, but I recognized immediately what that was, was a result of my modeling of vulnerability. Now, this is where we step into... (laughs) my Mother's Day wish for you, and that is taking care of yourself because that is actually the greatest gift we can give as moms is being caring, compassionate, forgiving of ourselves. 
because the, that's how they learn to be that for themselves. Just like my son learned that it's okay to say sorry. It's okay to come back and say, hey, I'd love to write this. I made a mistake. I'm acknowledging my mistake. And I'd love the, you to share in this vulnerability with me and see that actually I can choose better next time. Because this is just a pattern of learning and growth. That is, that's it. It's just a trajectory of wanting to always understand and know and love each other more. And that's the part where we can also model for them self-compassion, self-love. Even when I look back at some moments that I wish I could have done differently, I see now that I did the best with what I had. I did the best with what was available to me at the time, even if that was an understanding or a knowing that I was still growing in. And when I give myself compassion as a mom for those moments, it allows me to be a stronger mom now because I get to see, wow, Taryn, you've learned a lot. You've come a long way. And yeah, that was the first time you had ever been the mom of a teenager in a pandemic. And yeah, I see the fear that was coming up for you. Today, I'd choose differently, but I do see what you were going through. I think the more we can share these moments with one another, the more we can also recognize that we're all trying our best. Sometimes when we share instances where we maybe didn't behave the way we would have liked to have, we sometimes wear those as a, not so much a badge of honor, but we support one another that it was maybe not our finest moment, but we encourage it again and again. And this is the part that I think we can change for ourselves. We can do better when we know better and we can support one another to do better, but we don't have to ever tear each other down or tear ourselves down along the way. In fact, being a mother is such an honor. It is such an honor. It is such an incredibly awesome responsibility. But when we're kind to ourselves, we can also honor that responsibility with compassion and kindness and recognize that just as our children are learning each step of the way, so are we kind of gifted this opportunity to learn. It's beautiful. And I've noticed that when I give myself compassion, I also give my mom compassion and vice versa. I give my mom compassion for mistakes she may have made along the way. I see her as a human being too. I see her as just having tried her best during those moments where maybe she didn't have the support or the knowledge or the resources that today she does. And that's the crazy thing about mothering is my mother is still a mother to me at 45. She really is. And I rely on her for it. And this is the first time she's ever been the mother of a 45-year-old. So I give her grace now too. And that's not to say that there weren't mistakes along the way. And for all of you who have mothers, who have been hurtful, in the past to you. I see you as well. I see you and my heart goes to you. And I'm, 
as a reminder that you will never be able to be compassionate with yourself as a mother if you can't find it within you to have compassion for who she was and for what she was going through. And I'm not saying that she didn't make enormous mistakes. And some moms leave big wounds. And maybe I have too. But we all have the opportunity to wrap ourselves in compassion and understanding. And a dream of being able to know more and do more, to know better and do better together. That only comes from self-compassion. As with anything else, when you feel good is when you can do good. When you feel bad is when we start acting out of defensiveness and anger and hostility and protectiveness and shame and guilt. But when we feel good, when we can find some love for ourselves as mothers and take a deep breath is when we can start fresh and share in that beautiful growth, that beautiful opportunity for learning. There's a line in a song, one of my favorite songs. It's called A Beautiful Prayer by um, Lizzie Jeff. And the line in the song says, when we heal our women, we heal our world. I believe that deep, deep in my soul. And one of the places healing starts is in forgiveness and compassion and understanding and recognizing that we're all trying our best. So happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I honor you and I wish for you so much self-love and self-compassion because your self-love and self-compassion is the greatest gift you can give to yourself as a mom and the greatest gift you can give to your children. Happy Mother's Day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you know of a colleague who could benefit from this perspective, empower their day and share this episode with them. Or check out more episodes on thebizofhappiness.com. I look forward to discussing happiness in business and in life with you further again next episode. And until then, remember, today is going to be a great day.